Hey, my name's Emma. Hey, my name's Maddie. And you're listening to The Pilot's Pandemic. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to this week's episode of The Pilot's Pandemic Podcast. We're here solo today. And... I'll just be honest, we really didn't want to do this. We were <laughs> contemplating a break, but we've taken a lot of breaks. And let's just talk about it for a second. No, the podcast isn't going anywhere. I know some people are thinking that. They're like, yep, they finally succumb. This is their downfall. They have nothing <laughs> left to talk about. Trust me, there's no shortage of things to talk about. Maddie and I didn't want to record today because we just weren't feeling it. But then we spent 30 minutes prior to this talking. I think we can both <laughs> figure out what to talk about. Do you think that people question if we're going to stay friends for a long time? They're just waiting for the implosion. Yes. Yes, I do. I honestly <laughs> do. Because I don't think that people um, necessarily support women or female relationships, especially within the podcasting space. I mean, Call Her Daddy really like ignited a terrible, what's that called? Well, we, what's it we called? did have that like here. Yeah, we did. But I mean- who could be that fucking terrible? Like actually terrible, like terrible. Y'all know what side I'm on. Read through the lines. <laughs> I hope like, everybody knows call her daddy. Like, I think also I want to make note that like me and Emma, the whole reason we bonded was we were both, we both listened to call her daddy and we were like instant friends. No, because it, at that time it was so relevant, which if you listening to this, which I guess there are people listening that maybe you don't know, but like it is so relevant, regardless of if you listen to it or not, or you even like the content, it's super relevant because what Alex Cooper has done as a female in the podcasting space is iconic. Like there really hasn't been another one like it minus Joe Rogan, which like mm-hmm. Joe Rogan is like getting boring, like freaking talk about something different. I do love his episodes with Duncan Trussell, but that's not everyone's cup of tea. Anyways, where was I going with that? I don't, I don't really know. But anyway, yes, I- being together and podcasting and not imploding. Yeah, no, I don't think there will be an implosion because honestly, if there's one thing that we're good at, like I said at the beginning, it's communication. I feel like we know how to talk. And I'm bad at confrontation, but I feel like now you know me enough to know when I'm like uncomfortable with something. I'm like, ah. Yes. <laughs> which is Mm -hmm. a beautiful part of our relationship also I feel like people who have gone through the kind of stuff that we've gone through I feel like you just have a different perspective of life and how you treat the people around you yeah Um, love care for yeah (laughs) yeah and we're you know trauma bonded trauma bonded little babies seriously are I mean, it's hard when you're talking about what we talk about each and every single week, the meetings that we take, the conversations that we're having. It does like, I also think that's another part of it is like, who's, Call Her Daddy isn't talking about, you know what I mean? People losing their livelihood and like people taking their own lives. Like it's not, what we talk about is so deep that it's like, I feel like our relationship is deeper than some surface level, just not that. And now here I am hating. I'm like, (laughs) and you know what? (laughs) It's okay. But yeah, we definitely bonded over our daddy issues and uh, aviation and a million other pop culture things that nobody ever gets to hear about because we don't record those conversations. I know low key. I feel like you were like, I don't know. I just feel like you're like a little angel that was blessed into my life because it's kind of crazy. The amount of things that we can relate on and how well we actually get along like I feel like that is such a rare thing we had that conversation at the beginning of the week like when Mm -hmm. you hit your mid-20s you realize like good friends are a dime a dozen like they don't come around often and people that you can tolerate and be around for long durations of time and then when you (laughs) leave you like genuinely have nothing bad to say you just miss them like you're sad because you miss them that's so rare like I feel like you feel that a lot through your childhood when your best friends you know you have your best friend and you want to be with your best friend all the time like to have that kind of relationship with another grown adult in like your mid-20s 30s etc means that you've really found like a good person for you it's like your chosen family and I finally feel like I understand fully what that word means like chosen family 
but you and Jess, y'all are my chosen family. I love y'all so much. We love you. Oh gosh. Okay. We're starting on a really sappy note. Um, (laughs) Do we want to talk about what we've been in? I I will talk about what I've been up to just because I feel like the scheduling has been a little inconsistent. And for that, I do apologize. But like we said, we're not going anywhere. It's just been like, genuinely, there have been weeks where I'm like, okay, I just, I can't, I got to take care of my own mental health. And my mental health needs a day of like, I'm going to feed apples to my horse and like, just walk around and like hug her and like kiss her. And like, that's going to make me feel better today. And I've been choosing that over this podcast, which I feel like some part of me feels like that's selfish, but it really isn't. I feel like to keep longevity through this, we have to be able to give ourselves weeks or days that we're just not going to be able to do this. Cause it does like take a lot of work. Maddie does all the show notes, all of that on that, my, her end. And then I'm editing on my end and it really is a labor of love. So it takes a lot of work. We've needed a couple of breaks, but I think just us showing up today shows that like we can really persevere. <laughs> it took us 35 <laughs> minutes to hit the record button, but we're here guys. But other other than that, yes, the breaks. Um, what have I been up to? I've just been super busy. On Labor Day weekend, I went camping for the first time in like it's been years, probably in my adult life that I've camped. Um, and it was, I'm not gonna lie to y'all, it was difficult. Five days. Um, no power, no, not very good cell signal, no toilets, no toilets, boat on, boat off. There's nowhere you can walk. You can't just get into your car, turn your car on. Like none of that guys. Like this is like real, there's like a term for it. Um, survivalist camping. I don't know what the hell they call it, but Mm -hmm. it was kind of hardcore. Um, and we may do, but it was, it was a little bit of a struggle. I will say the one thing that people would probably be interested in that did happen over that weekend was I saw Starlink for the first time ever. And that was actually really, really, really cool because I feel like there's the, the that kind of stuff you only see on the internet. And that was the first time I've ever seen anything like that. I've never seen, I've just like rarely ever have I seen like a shooting star. So I don't know. This was just crazy to me. I've known a but lot you gotta about tell them, like, what it looks like because so I had to look it up. It So it's like, okay. So imagine like, honestly, it really, it, it, at first I was like, maybe that's a drone show and it's like an optical illusion and maybe it looks far away, but it's actually closer than it is because the light is very small, but it looked like these green, perfect green lights per like literally the, like I've never seen synchronicity like that. I cannot even speak. Synchronicity? Synchronicity like that. They were perfectly spaced all out in like a line. And I don't know how to describe it. It just, one of our friends said it literally looked like somebody was dragging a ribbon through the sky. And that's really genuinely the only way I can describe it. It was so soft when it went by and it just, I don't know. At first, I I feel like it took me 30 seconds and I realized I was like, oh, that's Starlink. Nobody else realized what it was. They were all convinced that we were seeing, seeing aliens, which aliens. for the first 30 seconds, I was like, <laughs> oh, it's happening. It's happening. It's happening. Somebody get your camera out. It's actually happening. I was like, does anyone have a laser pointer? Like, we're going to call these fuckers You're like, in. Beam like, beam me up, bitch. Please no, we need take an encounter. Me. <laughs> I need a little spice in my life. Like, come on, like, let's jazz it up. This will be a great story. But no, and then I realized it was Starlink, but it genuinely <laughs> looked, <laughs> it looked extra, tr- tr- oh my God, extraterrestrial. <laughs> um, it was very, very interesting to see. And I feel like the videos that I've seen online literally do it no justice. It was just surreal to see. I've just, I, it doesn't sound like that much, like, oh, lights in a line floating across the sky, but they were going so fast, but so slow at the same time. And it was so smooth and just, you, they were there and we had them in like our line of sight. They went directly over us. And it was kind of spooky because we are out in the middle of this lake and I didn't I, I, I didn't really grow up on a lake. Like I'm not used to like really heavily deep bodies of water. It kind of freaks me out a little bit. And yeah, so we're out on this lake. It's pitch black. It's in the middle of the night. There's nobody else out there. And you just look up and there it is. I was freaked out. <laughs> it was really freaky, but yeah, no, anyways, um, it was just a cool experience. Very cool experience. Uh, that's not saying that like I'm an Elon Musk stand, like 
I don't really know how I feel. (laughs) As a joke, that's like me like chomp, chomp, save us. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's like that. The whole Elon thing is really a joke. I don't know. I just, I mean, who really likes like a billionaire? Like I can admit that he's smart and stuff. Okay, I'm not going to go on this. I'm not going to go on this. We're not going to divide (laughs) people. Let's not. Because a lot of people really, really love him. But I will say he's controversial. And honestly, I will say, because we've had people of all kinds of different backgrounds on this podcast, I do not agree with the shit that he says. Like, especially on Twitter, which is now X. Like, bitch, oh my God. Like, and that's part of the, he's literally said openly, the part of the reason that he bought that platform was so that he could basically say hateful speech, which I just, you know, free speech pop off, but like, girl like and nobody likes a hater (laughs) so anyways what have you been up to (laughs) the same shit no um i've been flying obviously jesse just sent you that video of me so i've actually been landing consistently now like i don't need as much help as i was needing and so i think i'll be taking the house down slay mama your text to jesse i was fucking laughing so hard should you literally text that to jesse um which he i was so close to sending him the definition which for anyone who doesn't know it's slay the house down boots which is the (laughs) actual term to say but i slay the house boots down um basically it's an extended version of the word slay it's like just slay but like oh she's slaying right now but even harder Yes, yes, but even harder, like slay the house boots down, basically. Yeah, yeah no, but you were slaying the boots house down. Um, Damn. girl, pop off. No, I told you, I was like, they grow up so fast. They do. <laughs> because after this, it really is like once that clicks, girl, the the golden the golden gate opens, and yeah. solo will not be far away. After solo, your check ride is literally right around the corner. So this is a huge moment for you. Round of applause. I can't believe it. I'm still in shock. I'm like, wow, I'm actually like landing. Um, And obviously it took me a little bit to get used to my Cherokee with all of the different little things that it has. And I still am, am getting used to it, but it's been fun. Like I'm finally, I think in the first 10, 15 hours, it was really, really stressful for me. Just like not feeling like I know anything, like being so behind the plane. Um, And now, so things are starting to actually like click and my scope is widening. And I think that has been really rewarding for me. Um, So yeah, solo soon. We'll keep you guys updated on that. But yeah, that's what I've been up to. Yes, girl. Well, I love the grind and that's what you should be doing. I'm like every single day when I talk to Maddie, she's always going flying. I'm like, girl, you're living your best life. Like get out (laughs) there, queen. I'm going to go after this too. One could only dream. One could only dream. I mean, I am going to go ride my horse. That's cool-ish, I guess. That is cool. What are you talking about? It's cool as but it's not aviation. And that's what people came here to listen to. And that's what's cool. So I'll just take my the L. My L. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll take the dub. But God, okay. This week's episode is actually a lot. And I feel like I say this every single time. Lord have mercy. Please bear with me because it's about to get rocky. Um, We're basically going over a lot. So do you want to like just top of your top just talk about we want to do some hot takes yeah yeah okay so i want to do hot takes because like emma and i have both been saying like we've not done our solo and we've just been putting this off um but there has been so much aviation news emma and i feel like we should at least speak on some of the topics so the one i picked three for us to talk about there's definitely been more that have come out but these three were like okay we can have some hot takes on these so one was the baby gender reveal that ended up in a plane crash didn't happen in the United States, but potentially I could see that happening here. Um, what do you think about that? Sad as hell. I mean, what the f- Like, just traumatizing. Like, can you imagine? Can you imagine? It's your gender reveal, which people like love to hate on a gender reveal. Like, oh, just like dye a cake, cut it open. Yeah, like 
that's also a great idea, which is probably what I would do. But <laughs> I don't know, like, okay, maybe that guy, maybe the baby daddy, that's not great. <laughs> the baby daddy. <laughs> The father, the father, um, maybe he was, oh my God, dude, I have got to pull it together. What is wrong with me today? Like I am completely 100% sober, but like, I cannot just help but giggle and like, I cannot keep a straight train of thought. It's tragic, but like, imagine if the father was a pilot and like that happened. So like, that's the one thing I think where like, people are like, oh, just like die, okay, cut it at home. Like be simple. Stop doing these extravagant gender reveals okay, well, maybe there's aviation influence within the family. Everyone has the right to do something cool, pop off, like amazing idea. How tragic and traumatizing for that poor family. And now that little baby one day is going to hear that story. And I just can't imagine as a child, like hearing that one day. Oh God, no. Like your mom sits you down. You're like, okay. Um, just so you know, like you came into this world, but you know, a life also went out. (laughs) Yeah. Jesus like Jesus but yeah uh I agree with you I know people are like oh why can't you just like make it a simple gender reveal but you know people have been doing extreme extravagant crazy reveals for so long now like it's not going to change yeah also like just taking into consideration just like the amount of factors like maybe it took this couple five years to get pregnant maybe they had to wait five years to get pregnant because they had to save up the money to be able to get the treatment to get pregnant you like never really know and i i don't really want to like steal someone's happiness like that like imagine and that's what's so sad about it is like imagine like this happy happy moment such a tragic thing to come out of it holy shit you know by the time they tell their kid it'll be like one of those things that'll be just like a distant memory too because it'll yeah it, i mean it, the child will at least have to be like 12 13 14 15 i'd say 15 years old before you bestow this knowledge on them and after 15 years you know it's just going to be like one of those stories that the family like all you know man you remember that one time and you know yeah. that child's gonna be like what the fuck? <laughs> like you know it'd be crazy <laughs> Here comes woo-woo, Maddie. That guy, that the person that died in the plane crash for the gender reveal, like, reincarnates into the baby, and then he becomes a pilot. Literally, like, when <laughs> Trisha Paytas almost had her baby on the same day that the Queen of England died, and everyone thought her baby, Malibu Barbie, was the was queen, the queen. incarnated. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh, that. gosh. Okay, next, uh, next one. Give it to me. Ne- give it to me. Next hot take is the Axeman pilot. So pop off King. That's all I got to say about it. He let us intrusive <laughs> thoughts win. Uh, we've all felt this way. This is how I feel driving every single day. He snapped. He snapped. And when you're not able to get the I healthcare that you fucking need. Yeah. He freaked the fuck out. Could have been a lot worse. Could have been a lot worse, but he did also everyone in that line. He did such a public service. Now, the only thing that irritates me about this situation is the amount of times that he struck the gate and it just <laughs> didn't come down. He needed to Some turn. Times. He had to, he really needed to turn and come at it from the other angle where like the nut or like the bolt is that attaches the gate, the arm to the actual like uh yeah. box, the electricity box. But he was coming at it from an angle that he was actually going to cut through the gate, which pissed so, me off. He was fatigued from his flight. Oh, that's why he couldn't hit so hard. Oh, God. I mean, what are your thoughts? <laughs> My thoughts are that, bro, okay, Emma and I have recorded an episode that never actually aired on this guy, and I have a lot of feelings about his actions. I feel bad for him. At the end of the day, how'd he get there? Why'd he do it? Um, And I think, and he worked for United. I was saying, like, you know, it was part of his contract negotiations. He's probably in the middle of a divorce. Um, You know, a million other things. He's stressed. His flight was late. Who knows what the fuck happened. But we all come to our breaking point. The fact that you said, I feel this way in traffic is like, it's so true. Every time I I go down to Seattle, I feel this fucking way. I'm like, I want to fucking rage with someone. So I get it. Like, 
it happens. There's no kind of anger that I feel when I'm driving or in my car or waiting in some kind of line that involves an automobile, like actually screaming at the top of my lungs, like the amount of rage, which is terrifying. You know, what is the world coming to today? This is why people die of these like terrible road range incidents, because we're all just like pissed off, want to go where we want to go. But I honestly think I was having this thought the other day in the car. I think why we feel this way is because we've advanced so much as a society that for us to be driving cars still is just like, what? We're all pissed you know that we I have mean? to wait in it's traffic. Like so much admin to drive a car. <laughs> And everything, everything else these days is admin free. So to drive a car is so much freaking admin. I literally hate going places because I don't want to drive. So I feel like they need to have like a, I mean, Tesla, come the fuck out. Like literally Elon, step up, like make a self-driving car that actually self-drives and works. It doesn't crash into like emergency vehicles and little children. Help us. Help us with our road rage, please. Elon. Help. Help. <laughs> okay. okay next hot take uh this just happened i think last week or the week before but there was a delta flight that had to have an emergency landing because there was freaking diarrhea all over the plane and i did send you a few videos on that because i was like whoa whoa the literally worst fear you're like that could have been me that literally could have been me a magnitude of times. Anytime that I come back from any overseas location, that's me. Literally, when I came back from Spain, I had to wear an adult diaper because I was not well. Like, I I thought I maybe had salmonella poisoning, Ebola. Like, I have never felt stomach like that. Like, it was to the point where the last day I was, like, in the bathroom. I throw up. I come back to life and then I immediately pass out and then come back to consciousness, throw up, pass out. It was this whole terrible cycle. I didn't even think I was going to be able to get home. Like it was actually so terrifying, but I did it. And I actually didn't really have an issue. I didn't have to use the adult diaper, but God, I just still had it on the block. Yeah. Like I have had, so I've flown this only time that this happened to me that I was really scared that this whole situation might play out in real time was when I was coming home from Egypt with my mom and we were on a different flight than Jesse, my husband. And so we, uh, we're like, me and my mom look at each other. We're like, we're not eating anything <laughs> because we knew if we ate, we were going to be shitting our pants the whole way home. So we literally didn't eat for like 10 hours and we barely drank any liquid. Cause we were so scared. Like this scene would have played out for us on the plane coming home. So is this, is this happening? Like you can't control your freaking stomach. You don't know what it's going to do. So yeah, I feel bad for the person, but Jesus, like the video of like the shit, just like everywhere. I felt so bad because you know who has to clean that stuff up? Rampers. Easy. and i was like i'm so glad i'm not ramping it on that plane i feel so bad for the people who had to do the cleanup on that i feel like at that point they're like literally gonna have to just rip out the carpet i feel like that's what one person said in an interview was it was so bad that like there is no amount of cleaning that could that you could probably do. yeah because in the video like it's everywhere like it's everywhere. it is everywhere now i don't understand why it's everywhere i'm like where's this person's pants off yeah like running to the lab like watch the with their pants down like (laughs) that's what it seemed like like i could see this happening in a pair of nike dry fits okay yeah you know you'd fill up that 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 liner that inner liner that comes in them and then it's gonna be definitely in a pair of nike dry fits but sweatpants Uh long pants jeans i mean jeans even this would not be happening it would like be like seeping into the denim like it would fill up like um the scene of uh oh in christmas story when they put the fucking all the coats on the little boy it would be like that but his pants her pants i think it was a woman (laughs) it probably was a woman but like literally what the hell did she have a skirt a skirt maybe oh see now that's a potential or a dress situation. yeah a skirt or dress with a thong on game the fuck over baby 
I don't know where the plane was coming from, but I'm like, what if that was like a hot destination? So she was wearing like those flowy, like linen pants. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. All the, you know, it really makes you think about what you decide to wear on the plane. Next time be like, I'm wearing clothes that my diarrhea will stay inside of. Side, yeah. (laughs) Or just maybe opt for like a grand pan instead of a thong. (laughs) <laughs> something with a little bit of like coverage anal coverage yeah like <laughs> all right moving on oh, those were my Jesus. hot takes I'm so glad we did them it you know okay one thing I will say and the last thing I'll end with is like I just genuinely feel bad because the older you get the more you realize like when you gotta go you gotta go okay mm-hmm. it happens to all of us at a certain age you sneeze you're one sneeze away sometimes one sneeze away from a fatal attack like this. I almost had one of these moments throughout Maddie's apartment. So get <laughs> humble. Really That's why it's like, I'm like, this is like your worst nightmare because it could actually happen to you. No, literally. I, I just don't understand though, the amount. That's the other thing is I like- don't either. That's a crazy amount. That's the only thing I will say is like that amount is like a little fucking buck wild. She could like, have been what- backed up for like days and then finally, you know- the stop just what stopped. It, Jesus, <laughs> I feel so bad for her. Oh God. <laughs> okay, okay. So, like Maddie said, we're gonna finally dive into the heart, the meat, and the bones, the roast of this episode. And again, Lord have mercy. This is gonna be hard to read from, which I really need to upgrade to just like doing our show notes from the iPad because I don't know why I torture myself like this. This article is actually in the s- smallest print i've ever seen i am that's i'm going to the unlock feature so we're gonna dive into the washington post article um and i've skimmed through this read a decent percentage of it um but we're gonna like go over like the key topics and we encourage you to go and read the full thing although i will say this is like quite possibly one of it's a long article a very long article so it's, it's starts, like a, almost like a 30 minute read i would say no it's, literally it's got a lot of meat in that article when i opened it the first time i was like oh this is when we're gonna have to like put a pin in like we're gonna have to schedule this for like Later. tonight like <laughs> a bed read um anyway so the first part we wanted to cover was it says Federal authorities have been investigating nearly 5,000 pilots suspected of falsifying their medical records to conceal that they were receiving benefits for mental health disorders and other serious conditions that could make them unfit to fly, documents and interviews show. The pilots under scrutiny are military veterans who told the FAA that they are healthy enough to fly, yet failed to report, as required by law, that they were also collecting veteran benefits for disabilities that could bar them from the cockpit. Veteran affairs investigators discovered the inconsistencies more than two years ago by cross-checking the federal databases, but the FAA has kept many details of the case a secret from the public. Um, Yeah, which we covered this. So we talked about this and I wish I love you, girl. You put the episode number. Yes, damn right, Mm -hmm. queen. Episode (laughs) 69, we talked to Joe LaRusso, who is quoted in this article. We'll get to that. But we talked to Joe a lot about this, like kind of when it first came out. Um, And to see this is super refreshing because when we spoke about this a couple of months ago, I genuinely thought that this was going to be one of those things that is never, ever going to get out there. Like nobody's going to know about it. It's going to be a hush-hush thing. It's not going to get the attention that it deserves. But this article, again, just like absolute bombshell. Yeah, I I didn't realize like how bad it was when we were talking with Joe. Like obviously we knew it was pretty bad, but then this article coming out really highlights how much the FAA was really trying to keep this under wraps. Because like that last sentence you read like they kept many details of the case a secret from the public is so scary that they would do that and then I'm thinking well why were they keeping it a secret from the public like if this is something that is right and just and true like why are they keeping it a secret so that's why I feel like they're liars again you can never trust yeah. the fucking FAA they want you to trust them And then they go and do this type of shit. It's like, you guys, come on, like, read between the lines, read the room. If you're 
telling pilots, oh, you can trust us. You can tell us about your mental health. You can seek care. You can do all this. And then you go and pull 5,000 pilots medicals like, (laughs) I ain't going to trust you ever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like we had that one conversation. I mean, they're not, there's a reason why they're on this whole campaign of we're so woke. We care about you. Like, we're going to fix this. We deserve you. We deserve to. Like, we're going to own up. And then this is what's going on behind the scenes. So, of course, like, of course, they're not going to be honest. Um, Shit, when it looks this bad. Yeah. Yeah, like. I think they saw this and they were like, well, we're doing our campaign on, you know, talking about your health and wellness and and everything's a-okay so obviously they're like we got to keep this under wraps because this is not and it's a direct conflict of interest with what our message is right now um so yeah shady shit that we're used to them doing uh so i'm gonna go on and read the the next part of the article it says fa spokesman matthew laner acknowledged in a statement that the agency has been investigating about 4800 pilots who might have submitted incorrect or false information as part of their medical applications. The FAA has now closed about half of those cases, he said, has ordered about 600, or not 660 pilots, who Lehner said posed a clear danger to aviation safety to cease flying on an emergency basis while their records are reviewed. About 600 of the pilots under investigation are licensed to fly for passenger airlines, according to a senior U.S. official familiar with the matter, who spoke on the condition of anonymity to discuss an ongoing case. Most of the rest hold commercial licenses that allow them to fly for hire, including with cargo firms, corporate clients, or tour companies. Uh, Experts said that the inquiry has exposed longstanding vulnerabilities in the FAA's medical system for screening pilots and that the sheer number of unreported health problems presents a risk to aviation safety. While pilots must pass regular government contract health exams, the tests often are cursory and the FAA relies on aviators to self-report conditions that can otherwise be difficult to detect, such as depression or post-traumatic stress, according to physicians who conduct the exams. So people reading this site or this article are either going to be upset with the FAA or upset with the pilots who didn't disclose and were supposed to disclose And like you said, I think the FAA has to make it seem like, oh, this is a pilot issue and not an FAA issue. When in reality, it's like if you have 5,000 people not speaking about their medical issues, that to me speaks of the system having an issue. Like, why is there that barrier there? And they could have done a better job highlighting that. um, But they uh, they're we'll get into why the pilots are not reporting. But I also want to say in this article they use like the worst stories to kind of demonize the pilots who haven't said anything, which is an issue for me. Oh no, it was a major issue for me because then when you go all the way down and you go into those comments, which they have turned off, it is actually disgusting what people are saying. And that's why like this, this article, like I was happy at first, but then also there's a part of me that's like, okay, this is not a good look. You know what I mean? Because it does, it demonizes the pilot. It makes it seem like all of these 5,000 people are like criminals and that they're terrible people who have put multiple people and their safety in danger, which is just not the case. Like, whatever. Everyone who's listened to this podcast, you know what we're talking about. But I'm going to read a little bit more of this article, which I do want to um, talk about this ad right here. Plastic surgeon <laughs> yeah. helps. Doing this every morning can help snap back, back. skin. No creams required. And it's um, if you take your, so your upper arm, the bottom side of it, where you get that little fat, that little turkey fat. It's called the bat wing. Your bat wing, if you pinch it every single day, um, according to Beverly Hills MD, it'll go back up. Okay, but when you make the convo for this episode, can you add that in, please? <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> I when I was looking at the show note yesterday before we recorded I was like oh my god this is actually that's too funny okay I knew you were gonna mute me shit about that I was like I can't get this out of the tank <laughs> and I don't want to copy and paste it so you're getting this ad okay oh no I like love that because there's things that really haven't changed about the internet like that kind of ad because that kind of ad has existed on the internet since like dial-up days like what is it about nobody's clicking that shit. Anyway. No, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so 
It says a pilot's reasonings for not reporting. The FAA investigation quickly ran into resistance from pilot unions and industry groups, which balked at the potential reinforcement that could group their members. They began lobbying authorities to allow aviators to resubmit their medical applications without penalty for failing to disclose they they were collecting disability benefits. Is it Leonard? Leonard, the FAA spokesman, and said the agency will, quote, take additional steps, including enforcement action based on the details of the individual cases. Of course, they go back to their little case by case. Mm-hmm. Um, in some cases that have gone to court, disturbing details have emerged. So this is one of your stories you're talking about. It says, yeah, I wanted to no- add them in because I was like, look, guys, like these are extreme there. You need to hear them, but like also take it with a grain of salt because the FAA is giving us this information for a reason. Yeah. They want to okay, look so good. It says Noah Felice, and I think that's how you say that name. Noah Felice is a 72-year-old Navy veteran, was convicted in December of making false statements to the FAA after he crashed a Cessna during an aborted takeoff in Rochester, New York. Authorities investigating the accident blamed it on pilot error and discovered that Felice had failed to disclose that he had six prior criminal convictions and was collecting almost three grand a month in veteran disabilities for post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD. He is scheduled for sentencing in September and faces up to a five years in prison. Um, It says, Gabrielle DiBella, a lawyer for Felice, declined to comment on his case because his sentence is pending. But she criticized the FAA for, quote, a history of pursuing mass criminal charges against pilots rather than sorry y'all this is where i my my little light burns out implementing Um, implementing i know that word implementing any sort of system that would simply allow them to verify the information provided end quote it is interesting how they did like to talk about like they chose extreme cases because yeah out of five thousand people this is the odd man out this is maybe those 60 people that they're discussing yeah they wanted to highlight all the egregious behaviors because that makes them look good like oh you are making us safe but i do like that his lawyer pointed that whole thing out she was like you know the faa does have a history of pursuing mass criminal charges against pilots rather than implementing any sort of system that would simply allow them to verify the information provided that's the thing is like the FAA wants to point the finger at the pilot, but in all reality, all the ping- fingers should be pointed at the FAA and say, why the fuck did this happen? Why have all of these pilots fallen through the cracks? Why are you allowing this? And it should be on them to change the system than on the pilots to keep living in the shit system that we are living in right now. So, yeah. I don't know. It should buck up buttercup and take some responsibility because this is your so-called system and you're the so-called law. So like if it's anyone's fault, it's yours. And oh, okay, let's knock it on all spill. But it's like, of course, 5,000 people aren't being honest with you. Change your fucking system. Like it's really like these are basic. This is a basic thinking for somebody who literally graduated high school is barely hitting the cusp. Okay, and I can put that together, but whatever. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. I'm going to round it out with uh, Joe LaRusso's quote. Um, and like I said, if you guys want to listen to Joe, it's episode 69. Um, he's also quoted a few times in this article as well. Um, let me find his quote because right before it is another terrible story about a pilot, of course. Um, okay, so it says, Joseph Larusso, a Colorado-based aviation law attorney whose firm has fielded hundreds of queries from military veterans under FAA scrutiny since July 2022, said it is an open secret that probably greater than 85% of pilots are lying on their medical forms because they don't want to flag conditions that might drag out approval or renewal of their licenses. He's quoted as saying, really, they're only making the skies more dangerous, Larissa said, of the FAA's approach to mental health. It's ungodly frustrating that pilots cannot be humans. Um, FAA officials said they have now reiterated to aviation physicians that they are not allowed to advise pilots to hide their VA disabilities from aviation authorities, Laner said, which the fact that that is in there, I'm surprised. So that means that medical 
aviation physicians are telling their pilots to lie. So that's the other thing that comes into play. It's like, well, these pilots may have been lying, but were they advised to lie? Yeah, definitely read this article. And if you do read the article, definitely go to the end because it's shocking what the general public's consensus is in the comments section. It's actually kind of horrifying. But I guess when you are the general public and you're reading an article like this and, you know, like, for example, the one story that I'm looking at is like actually so like buck wild. Yeah, and fucked. (laughs) You're like, oh, yeah. like Just read it, Emma. Just read the story. Like, might as well. It's something to talk about. (laughs) Can you tell I want to read it? Yeah, just read it. Matthew Jones, a 35-year-old Army veteran who served in Iraq, pleaded guilty to fraud charges in December after he ignored weather warnings and flew a helicopter into a Tennessee mountainside, killing a passenger. He also failed to disclose an F to the FAA that he was receiving veteran benefits for seizures and also had a history of strokes and marijuana usage, court records show. So yeah, when you're, you know, citing like some of the worst possible cases, it really, really does put a bad taste in these people's mouths. And I'm honestly, now that I really like think about this and I come full circle, which they are, do you you hear that? They're using the leaf blower right outside my window. If you're looking for a snack that packs a punch, look no further than Avinola, a granola that can be taken on the go, and it's so versatile that it can be eaten as a snack or as a meal. We love Avinola because of its nutritional content. Lots of granolas have a high sugar content, but not Avinola. This granola is sweetened with monk fruit, so it actually doesn't spike your blood sugar, and it's a great option for those who may be diabetic or looking for a low sugar alternative compared to other granolas. I mean, what could be better than a granola that only has one gram of sugar? Not to mention it's keto approved. So that means it's only got one gram of carbohydrates. And this is because it's made with lupini beans. And y'all, I have to tell you right now, I would have no idea this wasn't made from a grain because it tastes so good. So go grab yourself a bag of Avinola at avi-foods.com and upgrade your granola fix right now. Use our code PILOTSPANDEMIC for 15% off your first order. Off on clues. Okay, moving into off on questions. Emma, describe your aesthetic in five words or less. Uh, oh, we talked cowabunga. Cowabunga, bitch, for sure. Love swimming. <laughs> cowabunga, bitch, for sure. Uh, horse girl. Love the horses. Um. Uh, I try to be eucalyptus girly, but it's not quite working out for me. I was really honestly kind of hard to like choose an aesthetic for yourself like that, especially five. It is hard. I was thinking mine's like eclectic hip, but you said I'm a eucalyptus girly. You're definitely eucalyptus girly. Oh, show. Next question. What are your favorite perfume scents? I did not like this question because I, I'm a gatekeeper. You don't like to tell your, you have to at least give two fucking scents for the, for the public. Okay. Bath and Body Works, a thousand wishes. Ew. Bath and Body Works. Give me, okay. Emma and I can both agree on this scent. Juicy. Okay, yes, everyone has Viva La Viva Juicy Couture. Viva, Viva La Core Juicy. Yes, the Juicy Couture. All right, you know what? And I'll give another one that's hella basic, underrated. The freaking uh, Britney Spears perfume, amazing. Ooh. And any Zara fragrance is good, which I haven't worn those in years. I am not telling y'all what fragrances I wear on a daily basis. Just let me say that like I have simply gone broke at times over my perfume addiction so no i will not be telling you what i'm wearing right now i'm and i are happen. both into perfumes and smell good things like oh god we could be but yeah i mean candle juicy. lotion anything with the smell i'm like oh yummy Ooh, unicorn fruit the unicorn fruit oh, smell which they is. why don't they like make a unicorn fruit body spray please or like I don't know. No, I just I'm need that fragrance more. 
you do you still have the unicorn fruit uh deodorant yes yeah. i only use it at nighttime <laughs> maddie will buy me these really really nice skincare products and because i'm not like i never buy myself anything nice i literally savor that shit like she got me something she got me some truly products for my birthday last year and i did not finish them until june of this year this that's year. almost 12 months which they probably expired because like your beauty products expire i don't give a fuck i do not <laughs> they smell care. good this brings me back to you saving the freaking bath and body work sparkly jelly thing yes oh my god it's like charming cherry the charming yes. cherry fragrance Ooh, it was art stuff by bath Remember, and body i was works. like you should use it no i refuse i refuse <laughs> to use it it's so and in the fact that it smells exactly the same i'll never forget i found that in the hanger and the hanger in a box after my dad died and I was like what's this doing here but I remember when I was little sometimes I would hide stuff that like I knew eventually my mom was like kind of working at throwing away you know which I mean good on her like I don't need to have that around it's just sitting in like a like on a shelf somewhere but I love it like that is oh my god it's like one of my prized possessions yeah Emma that's like a freaking trophy to you it um, really is but what are your favorite perfumes what are you gonna give up uh well I'll give them all up because I have so many I love perfume like I'm I am someone that even if I like I really love a scent I'll still like try a new one so one of my favorites that I just went and smelled the other day and I forgot how much I love it is the Ralph Lauren uh perfume in the blue bottle you know which one I'm talking about I've never smelled that Oh my god, that shit is bomb. And then the DKNY Apple one, green oh, apple. The... Love that Classic. shit. Yeah. Classic. And I wear uh my favorite though, what I wear daily, I'll give up the goat on that, is the uh, Dior, the Jador. Jador Dior. Jador. That is uh, a really, really good one. The Dior, the Miss Dior, incredible. Mm-hmm. So good. Uh, the other one that I don't think anyone really wears anymore that I used to really love, like you said, Brittany, J-Lo had one that came out back when I was in high school. So God, this was like in 2006. Uh, and that shit was so good. The smell, like I can't even replicate it. I've never smelled it ever in any other perfume, but J-Lo made a really bomb perfume. And now I want to go <laughs> perfume shopping because I kind of want to find it. I know I like low-key want to buy the Britney perfume because I haven't smelled a bottle of that in forever. But there's something about like, everyone says that that's like a middle school fragrance. Girl, I do not care. It smells like cashmere. Like Ooh, that's the, that fragrance. it's just a good one for like, you know, like your cute athleisure day where like, you're just kind of getting things done around the house. Like you're not really smelling good for anyone, but when your man's comes home, he's going to be like, oh baby, you smell good. And I'll be like, mm-hmm, yeah. Do you like oh, the I love Paris Hilton's? Paris Hilton's? I, I do. Um, Paris Hilton's is a little bit too floral for me. Like, I'm not big on, like, an ultra floral perfume. Like, I tend to lean around, like, a gourmand or, like, a almost, like, I really like masculine scents. Like, anything with a sandalwood undertone, oh, oof. F me up. Okay. F me up. I literally, every single perfume that I've loved in the past year has had undertones of like sandalwood or some kind of like really woody fragrance like okay i'll talk about it baccarat <laughs> rouge baccarat rouge oh my god she's so expensive she's the love of my life she's so expensive um literally my to die for fragrance right now absolutely obsessed smelling like wealth um you just smell so clean like Talk about a clean girl aesthetic, which I live for a clean girl aesthetic, but I am so far from it. Like, girl, every single day I wake up, my hair, like, I could be so clean, but my hair, like, my hair is giving um, Rugrats core. <laughs> but, um, yeah, very, very good fragrance. God, I could probably sit here all day and talk about perfume. I absolutely love perfume. Like, yeah. I could smell perfumes on people and be able to be like, oh, that's such and such by da-da-da-da-da. Like it's that level of addiction. And Maddie, again, one thing that Maddie and I equally love together, perfume. Mm -hmm. Any kind of smell good shit. You and I like go goo goo gaga over. We're like, oh my God. 
Nope. Yeah, literally. It's like a it's like a childlike thing inside of me. It's <laughs> I, it's ridiculous. Like there's nothing that makes me happier than like something that smells good. Yeah. Oh, love it. Okay. Ooh, I like the next one. One okay. skincare item you can't live without. I'll let you go first because you're really big into your skincare. Mine is hi, please. Well, hello, baby. <laughs> Say hi. Um, mine is I would say okay. So, so I have so many skincare things that I use now, but I really love my vitamin E oil that I got from the body shop. Uh, it's like so nice for my skin and I, it's light. Like sometimes when you put oil on your, your face, you feel like really sticky and stuff, but like, it's like soaks in my skin really well. I just, I really love it. And vitamin E is good at like repairing like blemishes or cuts or scratches or anything like that on your face. So I really like it for that. I am in that phase of life where like, I can only afford a moisturizer. So that's the one thing I can't live without is the fucking moisturizer. Yeah. Well, that's and like it the changes thing for your skin anyways is the moisturizing. Yeah. And she'll change. Like I'm never wearing or using the same moisturizer girl. It'll just depend on what's on sale that day. Like what's the best deal? That's what I'm going for. Right now I've been using that Wella or Welda. It's like a Swiss brand. Mm that you can get at Whole Foods. I don't know. It smells really, really good. I like it, but I'm going to be so real with you. The $2 Nivea in a can works better than that. that. It works so good. And I'm genuinely like, I don't know why, like I'm about to go back to it because I feel like, which my skin has been looking good, but I think that's just because I've been in the sun a lot. So I'm getting a little face tan, which makes me look better. But I feel like my skin did better on just some classic straight Nivea. Like- and I wash my face with there, a bar of soap. I feel like you don't need a lot of moisture because it's so humid in Charleston too. Yeah. Like I didn't even think about that. Dry out like because my skin is always notoriously dry. So I have to have a lot of moisturizing. But I know like if I over moisturize, that's when I start getting like little pimples and things. Yeah. Ooh. True that, true that. Okay, well. Oh man, I'm burnt out. That's that's all I had left of <laughs> we me. We got to go, guys. Like there was only one part that really broke up bad and I think I'm just going to leave it. Okay. I think I'm just going to leave it. Cuz I just I literally cannot bring myself guys. There's just like these weeks, man. I don't know. There's just too much going on. Like I'm freaking tired. I feel like I can never catch up with the laundry like uh I still haven't done the two things that I wanted to do today and it's almost three o'clock. So yeah, you're getting what you're getting. Um, <laughs> take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. Thank you so much for tuning in to listen to us today. We do appreciate it. And um, remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. It does really help us. Five stars. Why would you do anything less? We'll probably be at you again with another great guest episode. So stay tuned for that. But otherwise, I can't really think of anything else that I want to say. Is there anything you'd like to impart on the people, Maddie? Mm, I have no words. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. All right, y'all. Well, like I said, thank you for listening to this week's episode. We will see y'all next week. Bye, y'all.